1: Breaking news into NFL Live. Just minutes ago, Adam Schefter reported the NFL has filed its appeal in the Deshaun Watson suspension of six games. That, according to a league source, Schefter, what more can you tell us about this league's decision?
2: Well, this is a huge and significant step for the National Football League field, and Roger Goodell now will determine whether he or one of his designees will hear this appeal. The NFLPA is likely to take this decision to court and sue the NFL over it. And so what looked like a story that could be coming to a close when Justice Sue L. Robinson issued her six-game suspension and written opinion on Monday now may just be beginning. This could be the start of a very long, legal, drawn-out process. But Deshaun Watson is not going to play At the start of the season, his six-game suspension stands. The NFL is looking to add on to it, and add on to it by a lot, I would imagine, because the league wanted an indefinite suspension with Deshaun Watson having to apply for reinstatement. The NFL had until 9 a.m. on Thursday to make a decision about whether or not to appeal the justice's decision, considering that it would undermine her in her very first decision. And that is exactly what the league decided. It decided to take a stand against the judge's decision to stand up for what it believes is right. And the judge wrote that the NFL proved that Deshaun Watson was guilty of sexual assault, that he posed a threat to the women around him, and that he compromised the integrity of the National Football League And six games is not enough in the NFL eyes. The NFLPA will have plenty to say about this as well. It has two days to respond to the NFL's appeal of this decision. And again, this now is just beginning. You take a look at the appeal process there on the board. As we just mentioned, the NFLPA having two days to respond. Three outside experts make recommendations to Commissioner Goodell or his designee. Goodell or his designee makes the final decision. On the length of the suspension, and I want to reiterate, in the NFL's eyes, six games was not enough. It was not near enough. Mm. The NFL is seeking an indefinite suspension. It was not happy about six games. In fact, I was told it was very, very disturbed about the judge's decision. And now the NFL will seek to impose, once again, its own form of justice.
1: Well, Shefty, this story seems to just be getting started. Thank you. And more to come from Shefty throughout the show here on NFL Live. As we say hello and welcome to the rest of our set, Rob Ninkovich to my left, Dan Orlovsky to my right, Daniel and I have been together on this very set as this story has unfolded. What's your immediate reaction to the NFL's decision? Good job by the NFL.
3: I commend the NFL. Um, I I thought that this was the right thing for them to do. Um... Listen, the NFL in the past has missed opportunities to handle things the right way. And I really felt that this was a moment in time for Roger Goodell and his legacy and the NFL to say, you know what, maybe we didn't do things the right way in the past. It stops now, especially when it comes to women in sexual assault Against women. I think it was a good job by the NFL going, I don't have to wait till Thursday morning at 9 a.m. We know that this is not um, what we want, what we believe in, what we see right, given Mm. the findings that we've presented to the judge. And I think it's the right step for them. Um, The really interesting thing is, you know, when when Shefty, I liked how Shefty said, it was the decision of the NFL to undermine the judge. No, it was the decision of the NFL to sit there and say, we got to get this right. Mm. You know, Roger Cadell, Listen, for anything that... He could have walked away from this. He could have said, you know what? We appointed a third party. I don't want to get... No, let's do this the right way and, and start a new NFL, so to speak, when it comes... New, new, new way that they're going to handle things. So I like that. And just also how Shefty said the league is going to put push for an indefinite or a long Much suspension. This is not trying to go, hey, six to eight games that they feel that's not, that's not even remotely close to what should be the serve suspension for Deshaun Watson. So... I'm critical of the league often I commend them for doing this, and that's the right thing to do
4: yeah, Dan, I mean one hundred percent I agree with you and and look when when that came out, the six games i'm I'm sitting there like what what are you talking about when you right. look at and you read about the things that took place, it wasn't close at all, so the NFL doing this is the proper thing to do it's the right thing to do, so now, moving forward, me personally I, I wanted them to be gone the whole year and and maybe more so they're putting that in place. I don't know the procedures next and how the next thing works out with this. But, again, six games was definitely not enough. And then you look at other players and different things that have happened in the past and a four-game suspension for something that isn't even close to how bad that is. So you look at the punishment. It didn't match. It needs to be a lot longer. So now they're going to go and take the proper steps to make sure that the, the right thing is done
2: consider the two sides of this again and tie some of it together. Okay. The judge in her decision wrote that Deshaun Watson's behavior was egregious and it was predatory. Mm. Deshaun Watson, on the other hand, continues to insist that he's done nothing wrong and has not shown remorse during this process and doesn't believe he has to because he still doesn't think that he did anything wrong. And you've heard him talk on multiple occasions how he wouldn't mistreat women that's not the way that he was raised. Now, I think where the public is having a hard time squaring all this, and the NFL is especially bothered by the appeal as evidence of that, is the fact that we look at the league's history and we look at some of the players who were suspended. And yes, this was the justice who made this decision. Not the NFL, not the NFL PA. Justice Sue Robinson handed down the six-game suspension. But the fact of the matter is, the six games still was the same amount of time as DeAndre Hopkins got. For a failed PED test, it was less than what Calvin Ridley got for betting on his team, gambling online. Now, again, those are policies the league had in place. So it seems a bit inconsistent. But what you can say is the NFL's policies treated gambling and PEDs and steroids more seriously than acts like this over time. And I think the NFL recognized that loophole and is trying to address that here By appealing this particular decision, moving it forward, and trying to get Deshaun Watson suspended indefinitely.
3: Yeah, and that's why I think Shefty coming on and kind of making the declaration, this is huge and significant, is accurate. And that's why I kind of use the phrase, this is a new time in the NFL. And it's really hard to have one side of the party go, I've done nothing. You know, I I remain completely innocent. Right. And then the appointed judge say egregious predator. There's a massive variance right there. And especially when one side has evidence and one side says has I said, you know, and I I think that's where the NFL is sitting there going. All right. We've got 32 teams. The, the, The biggest representations of this league are quarterbacks one of our biggest representations has a federal judge using that phrasing to describe his behavior. He can't be a person that gets a, a, a similar suspension to some of the other people that Shefty just referenced as well. And that's why I'll sit here and say um, the NFLPA, in, in the, to take this to court, I think we've got to be really smart with that as well, right? Like I understand you've got to protect players', yeah. um, players rights. But this is also a situation that should, in, at least in my eyes, like go above just players' right to, to
1: people, to human rights. I think that uh, a couple days ago... You know ago, what I'm saying? Like it's. No, I, I hear you. And on Monday, when this decision was first handed down, the six-game suspension, I thought Meena Kimes eloquently and really tremendously articulated how what Judge Sue L. Robinson decided for a six-game ban did not square up with what we read in that very revealing 15-page report. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the issue is this, is that part of her justification for a six-game ban for Deshaun Watson was using prior precedent. Examples like Ben Roethlisberger and Ezekiel Elliott and others who violated the personal conduct policy and saying they got six games, therefore Deshaun Watson will get six games. Well, that system that previously worked – was in place, that sent those guys to the sidelines for six games, right. was broken. Let's set a new precedent. So we need to set a new precedent. Right. The NFL is finally dropping a hammer in a more significant way. And, Shefty, you have more on this situation. Yeah. One that involves a story that could take on a whole new set of life.
2: Well, listen, this is going to lead to a lot of different storylines and a lot of different tension and acrimony between the NFL an NFLPA, which is on course to wind up back in court again. And the NFLPA has fought all along for a neutral arbiter in mm. these particular decisions. The league felt it was important, or the NFLPA felt it was important, to remove the commissioner from that particular spot where he would have the final say on these decisions. And by the way, the league agreed in the 2020 collective bargaining agreement where they uh, both appointed an independent Impartial judge in this particular case to make the final decisions. But the NFL, which tried to get out of that business, is now getting back in that business of having Roger Goodell or his designee make the final decision, which is going to draw the ire of the NFL PA. And the NFL PA already argued to Justice Sewell Robinson pointing out that players are not held to the same standard of conduct sure. yep. as owners. Right. So now, if and when this case makes its way through the courts, I can promise you that there are going to be other people and other organizations brought into this. And it's going to involve other owners from other NFL teams. And the NFL PA is going to want to know why some of them were not held to the same standard of conduct That's expected of the players when in the NFL's bylaws and constitution, it says that owners must be held to an even higher standard of conduct. Again, neither right nor wrong. It's just a preview of what's to come here in this long, protracted process that's going to be acrimonious between the two sides as they fight to decide what's right and wrong for Deshaun Watson and the length of his suspension that the NFL will want to be indefinite.
1: I hear why the NFLPA would like to point to how owners have not faced the same penalties or been held up to the same standards sure. as players. That, remi- that sort of strikes me as like two wrongs don't make a right. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Just because we screwed up with how we handled the owner's punishments doesn't mean that we should be on, you know, justified in screwing up how we, handles how we handle player punishments. and I think one thing that's been apparent, and not just sitting next to you for the past few days, but also just seeing the public reaction is that – the NFLPA and Judge Sue L. Robinson in the NFL. Sometimes this has become a matter that no longer feels personal. When it's a deeply personal story, we are talking about a man sure. who had 24 civil lawsuits. We're talking about, as as it was described, predatory behavior, and it feels like now we're just basing our conversations, our reactions, just off of precedent. Here's what happened in the past. We should just keep doing it going forward. You call this the new NFL, and it feels like this could be turning over a new leaf. If this appeal results in a much more substantial punishment for Deshaun Watson.
3: And I think the big thing is it's not us uh, thinking it's predator, predatorial behavior. The judge That's said right. it was. Yeah. And, and, and she only heard the evidence from four women, correct? Um, and, and this is why, listen, I've been on television when some of the situations that had players' involvement with women before, and I've been critical of the league going – That's not enough. Mm. Like, I don't care what other leagues do. I don't care. You are the NFL. You are one of the driving forces in this country. You are, in many ways, the standard bearers to so many young kids and, and youth who pay attention to their sports or their favorite athletes. And there was multiple opportunities of the past for you to be different, and you didn't. This is an opportunity for you to be different and to sit there as a a group of leadership and Roger Goodell and sit there and go, just because we didn't make it right in the past doesn't mean we don't have a new opportunity to make it right now. And I think that's the pivotal kind of line of demarcation within this situation. It just so happens to be that it's Deshaun Watson's case and situation. But this is a moment in time for the NFL to say when it comes to sexual violence or sexual assault or sexual harassment against women, we as a league are not going to stand for it anymore. And we as a league are not going to support the players who are associated with it anymore.
1: And I think that's a big deal, dude. I really do. Well, Dan, how often have we heard recently from the league itself, from owners – Talking about the importance of growing the game and the Mm -hmm. rising influence of women around the league. Women that are stepping into more prominent manager roles roles, assistant general managers now in the league. That is not consistent if you are not going to treat women with the respect they deserve. And I feel like that's where this case, there's a disconnect between these two situations. Let's bring in Diana Rossini and Diana, thank you for joining us here on NFL Live. It's my understanding you've had a chance to speak to Deshaun Watson's camp maybe since this news broke. What can you tell us?
5: Yeah, well, let's just start with the fact that they don't have much to say. They have been disappointed from the start based on the suspension handed down to Deshaun Watson by Sue L. Robinson. That six games, they thought that was too much to begin with. So you can imagine how they feel now that that's been appealed, and perhaps the, the hope from the league would be a much harsher suspension that, of course, we know going back to the start of all this when the league recommended one year. So for right now, they don't have any comment on the record that they wanted to share about how they felt. But the plan going back to two days ago, Field, when this story originally broke, the plan has been that being the Watson team teaming up with the NFLPA to sue the NFL back in court if they were to appeal this decision Mm. by sue robinson and from what i can understand this seems to be the path that will continue now that we know the results here which is that fact that the league is appealing this so this could be a long legal road that we need to all be prepared for but for right now we just need to wait and see what happens in terms of court and who files what next
1: Perhaps a long legal battle is ahead. You know, Ninka, one thing that I think about during this process for Deshaun Watson is that the 15-page report, as Dan Stead, does not paint a picture. It tells us mm-hmm. that Deshaun Watson's behavior was predatory. Right. That, we have not, but we that, have yet to see anything or hear anything from Deshaun Watson in terms of contrition or uh, any remorse whatsoever. So that, despite the Browns suggesting he has been. That remorsed.
4: that is probably the, the the most disturbing aspect of it is the report, and I'm not going to get into the details of it. But when you read it, you, I'll just be honest. In my to, to myself, I go, yo, th- this this guy has a problem. There is something wrong with him, and he needs some help and he needs to find help and just because you can throw a football or you can go play at a high level you shouldn't get a pass or you shouldn't say oh well you know six games is too much no no no. like playing football is a privilege it's not a right and yes we enjoy watching football but there's i'm also a father and 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 a husband to two beautiful women and it's the respect and the way that you need to treat people this isn't the proper moment to say, okay, six games is enough. No, no, no. He shouldn't play football for a season plus. Yeah. Like, its he has a problem. And I've said it before, there's things in, in our society sometimes when you're an owner or you have a ton of money, you get a little pass. In this situation, six games is not enough. In the NFL doing this, it's the proper, it's the proper thing to do because six games is not enough.
3: Yeah, in, in pro sports, in the NFL, certainly there's days in history that go down as like important days that were remembered for their impact long after the day actually happened. I think today is that day. I think August 3rd of 2022 is when the NFL has decided we're a great league. It, it's the, it is the best league in professional sports in the world, but we can be better. Yeah. And, and we are going to be better from this moment forward.
2: Jeff, any final thoughts? Yeah, let me leave you with a couple of things that come directly, Field, from the personal conduct policy. Okay. The personal conduct policy states that this will be processed on an expedited basis, which means the NFL will seek closure as soon as it possibly can. And it also says and spells out that the commissioner or his designee may overturn, reduce, modify, or increase the discipline mm. previously issued And his ruling will be final and binding on all parties. So the sixth game suspension that the justice handed down on Monday looks like it's going to go out the window most assuredly. And that Roger Goodell or his designee is going to hand down a suspension that is considerably longer than the six games that Deshaun Watson got on Monday.
3: Shefty, fill me in. I don't know if you can answer this question, but if if Roger Goodell's decision or the designee's decision is final, then where does the P.A. and or Deshaun Watson's camp come in when it comes to filing a a suit or bringing it to court? If he has the writing that it's final, then where does the where does that come in?
2: Well, that's what the NFL P.A. is going to look to challenge in court where it will hope to have some success and it will try to challenge the fact that Roger Goodell is able to do this, even though it's in the C.B.A. So we'll see where that goes. Again, much more to come here on NFL
1: Live as the NFL has decided to appeal the six-game suspension decided upon by Judge Sue L. Robinson on Monday for Deshaun Watson. More perspective, including that from Mina Kimes, coming up next here on NFL Live.
6: Must be 21 plus plus present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10 minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations and delivered with conversation based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20 day money back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Back in on NFL Live, and we have breaking news. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson seen leaving the practice field earlier today. Uh, has had his six-game suspension appealed by the NFL. That means that the Watson and the NFLPA has two days to respond to this appeal. The appeal process works as follows. Three outside experts make recommendations to Commissioner Roger Goodell or his designee. It's his choice to decide who serves as the appeal officer and Goodell or his or destiny makes the final decision. Time now for us to bring in NFL live's own Mina Kimes. Mina, what was your reaction when you saw the news that the NFL had appealed this six game ban?
0: You know, I wasn't terribly surprised field. I think we can start by saying, I don't think Roger Goodell wanted to be in this position. They um, created this new process as part of this UCBA because he had gotten dinged so many times for being judge, jury, and executioner. However, This was collectively bargained. The NFLPA did agree to this new process where ultimately he did retain that right. Now, why am I not surprised? Well, frankly, if you read Judge Sue Robinson's report and her findings on the Deshaun Watson case, She largely agreed with the NFL's conclusions. In the report, in the section labeled findings, she says that the NFL did meet the civil standard for establishing that sexual assault took place, that she believed there was unwanted touching, that Watson went into these sessions with a sexual tent. She said all of this, but ultimately decided on six games for two reasons. One... Precedent. Now, as we talked about yesterday, that precedent was largely under the old system, which many people criticized when it came to cases involving sexual assault, sexual and domestic violence. And then the other reason was her interpretation of what the term "non-violence" means. Basically, she felt that this was uh, an example of a case where violence did not occur. I disagree with that. Again, as we discussed yesterday, uh, I don't believe that is a correct interpretation of sexual violence. And again, Roger Goodell is being put in a difficult position where he has to face, I think, two uh, largely competing impulses. One is, do you want to start off this new system by going back to that old that old process where you are the judge, right? Where some might say, well, you're undermining her decision, even though it was agreed upon that he could play this role. And I think reckoning with his own history when it comes to these cases and the public backlash that's taken place. Um, you know, we think back to 2014, when Ray Rice was suspended for just two games after a domestic violence incident that was later expanded. That's probably one of the, I would say, most damaging moments of Roger Goodell's career. Now he's in a position, again, dealing with a very public case involving, in this case, sexual assault. And I have to think he is taking his own legacy into into mind when making this final decision.
1: Yeah, and Mina, you talked about that a couple days ago when the news first broke on Monday's edition of NFL Live. What sort of responsibility does the league have, and I'm not just talking about the player on the field, but for a league that vows to stand for certain things and this punishment would suggest they don't take those certain things, like the importance of women to this league, as seriously as they sometimes proclaim?
0: Well, the league wanted, we know this, an indefinite suspension. We know where they stand. We know how they view this case, and we know what they want to happen. I have to think that's going to factor into their ultimate decision, irrespective of the decision that the judge made based on Preston. And here's the thing about Preston Field. It only exists until somebody changes changes it, and Roger Goodell does have the ability to change it right now in response to the public black backlash to this six-game decision.
1: Feels like a very monumental decision that is going to take place. The first one, of course, being who Roger Goodell decides to be the appeal officer. And, Mina, stand by. Yeah. We're going to get back to Shefty just for a second here. Talk about the next step in this process, Shefty. What yep. is next for both the NFL and potentially the NFLPA?
2: Well, the NFLPA now has two days to respond to the fact that the NFL has decided to challenge Justice Sewell Robinson's decision. And of course, as you mentioned there, we need to know, everybody needs to know whether Roger Goodell will be the appeals officer or whether he'll hand it off. Now, Brian McCarthy, one of the NFL's spokesmen, said in a statement, the words he used made it seem like Roger Goodell is going to pick somebody else, but maybe he'll pick himself. We'll have to see what he decides to do. Look, Roger Goodell drew a lot of criticism by being the judge during executioner, and maybe he will not want that title, but he gets to a point who he wants, and the personal conduct policy explicitly states that a decision must be expedited and that that decision is binding. And again, we want to repeat and emphasize, six games was not enough for the National Football League. Six games was not near enough When there were settlement talks, and we're talking about multiple games more than the six, the NFL refused to accept that. So if Roger Goodell or his designee is getting to make the decision, you have to think that the number is going to be at a minimum 10 games, quite possibly more, because the NFL was seeking a year-long suspension with Deshaun Watson having to apply for reinstatement before he could be admitted back into the NFL. Now, obviously, the league has decided to appeal this particular case. It's decided to impose its own form of justice because it believes that's what's right, based off what the judge wrote on Monday, calling Deshaun Watson's behavior egregious and predatory. And now we'll see if the NFLPA then takes the NFL to court to challenge its decision, which I think would be expected, which means that we're looking at a long, drawn-out protracted battle with the two sides, the NFL and the NFLPA, sparring again. It's going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be really something that goes on all season long, potentially. And that's where this is at right now, Field. Yeah, perhaps an interesting battle ahead. I mean, I know that when we were discussing the six-game
1: suspension, Sue L. Robinson is largely following precedent and the system that is in place. But, we were discussing this in the first block of the show how this is much more than just a precedent and system story. It's a human story. And one thing that I want to ask your perspective on is what or how has the lack of remorse from Deshaun Watson and his side, and frankly, in some ways, the lack of remorse, I think the Browns' ownership failed to share when they released their statement on Monday afternoon, perhaps played into this story. Maybe the league isn't making their judgments based off of those facts, but I do think this is a much bigger story than just the league and Deshaun Watson. It is about the football following public.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you know, Judge Robinson did say Watson's lack of remorse was an aggravating factor. She called this, by the way, while she cited precedent, more egregious than anything they had considered before. So when the Browns came out with a statement from the Hadlem saying that Deshaun Watson had expressed remorse, I think a lot of people, myself included, asked, where and to whom. And you asked about the public and the public black backlash and I think that's where this kind of gets a little bit complicated. We know that the NFL presented four cases. It was 10B5, but the fifth woman didn't was not interviewed. As the public, we have more knowledge than that because of all of the reporting on this story from the New York Times, which came out, you remember with the story saying that actually Watson had had 66 appointments, far more than he himself claimed, by the way. And we know also that uh, more than two dozen women sued him. So we know the immense volume of allegations at play here, which isn't to minimize the fact that four allegations is a lot. And I think that is influencing how many people feel hearing six games, knowing the incredible volume of allegations.
1: I mean, the NFLPA has a fiduciary responsibility to serve in its players' best interest. We were talking about the possibility of them countersuing if this suspension is expanded for Deshaun Watson, which would be the presumption given that Roger Goodell and the league has decided to appeal it. Is there a message being sent if the NFLPA tries to push this further when there has been so much public support suggesting that six games was far too little?
0: You know... As you said, it is their fiduciary rep- re- responsibility to represent the players. So I think on one hand, you have to consider that. You also have to consider the fact that this process, which gave Roger Goodell in the NFL the opportunity to come over the top on the top of an independent arbiter, was collectively bargained. And I imagine that's going to have obviously the most significant impact on any legal battle. But again, you know, when you look at this league and you think about the reputation and perception and a report where a judge, an independent arbiter, said he acted in a manner that denigrated the entire reputation of the NFL, I do wonder if the PA would also take that into account.
1: Yeah, really fascinating conversation here, obviously. A lot of great thoughts being shared here by me and Kimes. as a six-game suspension has been appealed by the NFL, which means that Roger Goodell will next make a decision on a designee, whether it's himself or somebody else. Much more to come, not just from Mina, but Shefty and Rob and Dan here on NFL Live. Again, Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension has been appealed. Breaking news here into NFL Live. The NFL has decided to appeal the six-game suspension of Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. There he is not long ago walking off the practice field as the team continues its training camp. And now we head right out to Berea, Ohio, site of Browns training camp where we have NFL Nation Browns reporter Jake Schreiter there. Jake, what's been the immediate reaction to the news that the league would be appealing the six-game suspension?
7: Yeah, I feel it. It was a surreal scene out here. The news that the NFL was appealing came while the Browns were still on the practice field, including Deshaun Watson. A team official had to come out here and inform him, inform him of what was happening. Players, as they were coming off the field, had no idea. I spoke to one notable Browns player. Uh, he, he did not know, was wondering today what was going to happen. And I think like a lot of people around here wonder what is going to happen next.
1: You know, Jake, uh, as this story has continued to evolve, we have seen sort of images from Brown training camp. What is the reaction? What is the support level around Cleveland for Deshaun Watson these days?
7: It's mixed field. It depends on who you ask and where you are. I can tell you today, uh, Brown's fans were shouting messages of support to Deshaun Watson as he was coming off the field after the news uh, had broke. Uh, earlier this week, he was absolutely mobbed by a couple hundred people trying to get his autograph. Uh, as he was coming off the field but you know we've spoken to the cleveland rape crisis center uh they were really disappointed with robinson's ruling that it was only six games so just you know talking to people around cleveland that i know where this topic comes up people i don't know um you know they are upset with what has happened that the browns made this move but that's a segment of the browns fan base another segment wants deshaun watson on the field uh, for this season because he's an incredible quarterback talent now we got to wait and see what happens
1: all right, Jake, good stuff as always. We appreciate you making time for us. Here is obviously a busy day in Cleveland. More to come from Jake Trotter. We'll be following along with all of his coverage. Field Gates, Rob Dinkovich, and Dan Orlovsky here on NFL Live. And we've been talking, Dan, uh, about the impact of not just this suspension for the Cleveland Browns and the Sean Watson, but for the league at large and the legacy of Roger Goodell. What's on the line here?
3: Oh, everything. I, I think that, let's be honest, mm-hmm. the NFL has not, does not have a – Um, glamorous past of handling the league and its players in relation to sexual harassment, assault, and violence well. Anything. The truth. Correct. Anything. That's fair. So this is the moment when he can say the past is the past. The past is the past. And, And my legacy as commissioner of this league can be one that, listen, the NFL just came off its potentially greatest season ever. What, with what we had last year with the regular season and the playoffs. Yeah. Probably one of its most financially revenue-building seasons ever. This is the moment when this is going to be a new league. And the, the past and the way that we've handled things in the past, and maybe myself included, if I'm Roger Goodell, it wasn't done the proper way. It wasn't done well enough. Yeah. And we can't be the Premier League in all of the world unless we are doing everything as good as we can. It can't just be the product on the field anymore. You know? Like, that's what I think is happening with, with this situation. He's wrestling with the past that is not light. It's, it's a dark past in many ways, and it is going to be a new future. And... Um, that's why I, I sit here and I commend because we, we were talking commercial Bakefield. Could have ran from it because you could have relied on the product is just so good. We got so many mm-hmm. good teams. We got so many good young quarterbacks. We will be fine. That's what could have been said. But instead, we're, we're going to move on from the past. We're going to learn from it and we're going to make sure that we're better because of it.
4: Yeah, and I think that that's why they acted so swift and quickly on this one because. When, when I saw six games originally, I, to myself, I said, that's, that's, not, that's not enough. That's not enough. And there's a human element to this thing. And beyond just an athlete, I said this earlier, right. You know, if you're a super fan in Cleveland and you're like, I just want my team to win, well, football is out the door here in, the, in this instance. When you look at the report and the things that have gone on, Six games isn't enough, and Roger understands that. And in the past, with some of these cases where there was an issue and the punishment came out, people were going crazy. On yo, what, what is this? Sure. And, re- and relative to a football player doing something outside of the football field that reflects the shield, this in particular, I think, is a very bad look. If they were to just wipe yeah. their hands, I think it. if they don't appeal, the question is why not exactly well, you care is, right yeah you are or you are more important at six games you, the, the the player that you have on the football field that makes revenue is you're thinking that's more important than actually putting something out there that that sure. is a fair punishment for something that in my eyes six games not even close
1: let's bring back Adam Schefter for more on the situation what else can you add
2: Yeah, a lot of interesting thoughts floating around. A lot of texts coming in right now, Field, in reaction to the NFL's decision that it will appeal the six-game suspension that Sue L. Robinson handed out on Monday. Some people think that Roger Goodell himself should be the one that stands up there and makes the decision, that this is significant enough, that he, not any designee, should have to be the face of this decision, and that if the league is going to challenge it and stand behind it, and try to correct some of the wrongs of the past that Roger Goodell should be the one that has to make this decision. I don't think the NFL PA is going to go quietly. If I had someone reach out and say, this is not going to work out well for anybody, it could be a lose-lose for all involved. Mm. So we're going to see how this all unfolds over time. But again, the NFL has decided to make a very strong stand here against Deshaun Watson's behavior. You know that six games isn't anywhere near enough for the National Football League. And the other part of this also is that the NFL could make a statement or maybe even approach the NFLPA, Deshaun Watson's camp, and say, we are thinking of imposing a year-long suspension. And maybe then the two sides can once again resume settlement talks aimed at avoiding a long protracted court battle or any other protracted process and somehow find a way to settle their differences, though they were unable to do that or come close to doing that during any of the settlement talks that occurred after Justice Sewell Robinson heard the cases from both sides. So there are so many different ways that this can still go. And there are so many different viewpoints that are out there. But the NFL has made a strong stand here by saying we are not going to stand for the behavior that we believe is wrong, that the judge called egregious and predatory, and the league is going to try to make sure that Deshaun Watson is suspended for a period a lot longer than six games.
1: Again, a reminder, this is not just a football story. This is a humanity story, and we are going to follow it every step of the way. More to come here on NFL Live. The Browns are reacting to the news that Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension has been appealed by the NFL. We'll have that reaction next here on NFL Live.
6: Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8 SAVE. That's the number eight, S A V E. Jets' pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Back on NFL Live in breaking news the NFL has decided to appeal the six game suspension handed down on Monday to Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. For more on this, we bring in ESPN NFL reporter Diana Rossini. And Diana, you've had a chance to reach out to some people within the Browns organization. What has their immediate reaction been to this news?
5: Yeah, Field. I like just got off the phone with the source with the Cleveland Browns. As practice was just wrapping up, and look, this is something they expected. They knew that the league. Was not happy with the six-game suspension handed by Sue handed down by Sue L. Robinson. So they were prepared. They found out about 15 to 20 minutes pretty much before Adam broke the story and was able to come here on NFL Live to discuss it. So they knew it was happening. It just really was a matter of of when. And when I asked if if they were going to maybe perhaps hold a press conference or have Deshaun speak and express how he feels about this. They said for right now, they're going to just let the process have at it, and they're just going to sit back and wait to see what the result is. Of course, talking to those close to Deshaun Watson as well with his camp, and even those with the Cleveland Browns, they're not thrilled with this. They're not happy uh, obviously, there's lots of questions about this entire process. I had one source close to Watson's camp say to me, what was the point of all this? Why did they appoint Sue L. Robinson if they were just going to step in here and appeal this and put it back in the hands of Roger Goodell? So some frustrations from their side and even the frustrations go back to when the suspension was handed down of six games where they. The Watson camp felt that that was just too strong, too many games, mm. whereas we know where the league stands on this. They thought that that was too light, and they were angry about that suspension, or at least a number. So here we are as we just wait to see who will be, uh, who will make this final decision here as we know the league has now appealed.
1: And a great information. We're going to take a look now at the appeal process that is ahead, potentially, as we know the NFL has made its decision. So Deshaun Watson and the NFLPA have two days to respond to the appeal The appeal will involve three outside experts who make a recommendation to either Commissioner Roger Goodell or somebody he designates to serve as the appeal officer. Goodell or the designee will make the final decision on the length of the suspension. It is considered a final and binding. Much more to come here on NFL Live and Deshaun Watson, whose six-game suspension has been appealed by the NFL. Back in NFL Live with breaking news. The NFL has decided to appeal the six-game suspension to Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. We bring in Adam Schefter for more and potentially some new news on how long this suspension could end up being, Shefty.
2: Well, Field, as we've been talking about throughout the course of this show, NFL Live today, the NFL all along had wanted a year-long suspension minimum of Deshaun Watson with him having to apply For reinstatement. Now, one of the games that it was important for the NFL to have Watson miss was week 13 when the Cleveland Browns go back to Houston Mm. to play his former team in Houston at the Texans. Week 13. The NFL wanted no part of that matchup with Deshaun Watson playing in that game, and it didn't want him playing in the games after that either against the Bengals, Ravens, Saints, Commanders, and Steelers. The league wants Watson sideline for at least this year. And again, it gets to impose what it wants here from Roger Goodell or his designee. The league has taken back the power to make the decision here and essentially issue its own brand of justice. Now, also, Justice Sewell Robinson did not fine Deshaun Watson at all. And the NFL could also seek monetary damages. And if and when they do that, and I think they will at that point in time, They also could engage the Deshaun Watson camp in settlement talks once again. Now, he has been adamant and steadfast in his belief that he still doesn't believe that he did anything wrong. So Deshaun Watson felt that six games was too heavy. But is there a common ground for the two sides to agree to once Commissioner Goodell or his designee rules that Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended indefinitely, quite possibly for a full year? And then can the two sides come together once again on settlement talks that were not fruitful before but might now have a bit more behind them because Deshaun Watson is facing the prospect of Goodell or his designee having to make this decision here.
1: Sheffy, tons of information all show and worth noting that when Deshaun Watson was traded to the Cleveland Browns, his... Base salary for this year is just $1.035 million. So not a significant monetary hit for a six-game suspension. And frankly, it wouldn't be for a 17-game suspension. Also worth noting, that is customary for how the Browns structure their long contracts. But Dan, this is about a whole lot more than Deshaun Watson's salary and six games versus longer. This is about the legacy of Roger Goodell.
3: Hi. Yeah, it, Well, because he has the opportunity to fix a lot of the things that were done Properly or or well enough in the past. And a lot of us have used this word precedence over the past couple days since this story's been a part of it. I think we gotta move on from that. You know, there there is no precedence to this, to this case. And in many ways, the precedence of the past wasn't good enough, Mm -hmm. right? So we can't just sit here and say, well, it wasn't done this way for X player, X owner in the past. Let's just do, let's sweep it under the rug and pretend it didn't happen again. You know, and I think that this is the moment where Roger Goodell and the NFL is saying, you know what, we weren't good enough in the past, this stuff. And we got, to, we got to fix it and we got to rectify it. And, and this is the, the moment where it seems like they're heading in that direction.
1: You either take it seriously or you don't, Ninko, and they can show yep. how seriously they take it. Yeah, obviously, I
4: mean, they have to take it seriously. It's a serious thing. So what they're doing right now is the right thing to do. You can't sweep it under the rug. You can't just say, hey, you're a good football player. Let's, you know, six games, you're back out
3: there. It's not the case. You either promote it or you allow it or you rectify it. That's what this situation is. Because if the NFL doesn't do anything, we're we're allowing it. We're promoting it. And, And, again, situations that had similar aspects to this one probably weren't done well enough in the past for both players and owners. And this is the moment where it changes. The
1: reality is the NFL is the most popular sport in our country. It is printing money hand over fist. One of the realities that comes along with that is that they can be agents of change. Absolutely. These are moments in which the NFL can be an agent of change. Final thought here in the last 30 or so seconds on this situation. No surprise, the NFL decided to appeal.
3: Yeah, I think it's the right move by Roger Goodell. And again, it's the same thing I had Monday. I think of the women who said and alleged that these things happen. This is going to be just another long part of the process for them.
1: Yeah, a reminder, the NFL has decided to appeal the six-game suspension of Deshaun Watson. Next steps include Roger Goodell choosing a designee to serve as the appeal officer. NFL Live is back tomorrow.